Welcome back to A Walker in the Wastes. Well, the gurgling has begun. Where last we left our intrepid heroes, they had uh, escaped from Ithaqua up on the Abuthia Peninsula with Dr. Brand and the uh, Red Caribou Indian they had rescued. Takpuk. Mm-hmm. And they have fled. You've been traveling. You traveled to shelter uh, in the lee of King William Island. And you're now coming up the ramp a day later, approaching the base. You're nearly home. And in the distance, as you reach the top of the ramp, you can see the bright green pulsating light coming from the top of the radio mast. Oh, dear. Uh, what? Hmm. Yeah. Um, from so dist- have, we, have we all noticed that? You have all noticed it. It's very impossible to miss that there's this pulsating green light coming from the top of the radio mast. It should be a little twinkly, blinking red light, not a small column of green light that keeps pulsing on and off, shooting up into the sky. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not going to mention it. I'm going to say nothing. I'm not going to say anything. Dr. Hamilton shifts gears on the motorized sledge and slows down, kind of gives you a look, Sam. You're going to make me say it, aren't you? He doesn't say anything. He just slows down. And and as you approach the base, you can see that all the exterior lights are off, except for this strange light. And as you get closer, you can see that the radio mast is a good 30 feet taller than it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) there's this strange wooden platform attached to the top of it with this circular structure of slightly curved metal and then there's copper piping emerging from the center of this circular platform and this weird green light is coming from something that's flashing on and off I'm going to ask an awful question is there anything in it that looks Biological in nature. Do you want to look through your uh, field glasses and have a closer yeah, look? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look through the field glasses. That's what hey. I do. You, you... end. Oh no! <laughs> oh god, it's not made of huskies, is it? Oh, it's made more... of huskies. You have a look, and you can see the copper tubing and what looks like some sort of. It almost looks like a chunk of ice, or maybe a crystal of some kind, lodged in the middle of this copper tube. And the green light is coming out of that in pulses, but there's nothing organic. Okay. Um, but you may roll your spot hidden. Okay. I, I may. I, I, I'm not sure I it's want to. It's a choice. <laughs> oh, no. I don't see anything. It's yeah. so good. I'm saved. <laughs> yeah. The something strange has definitely happened. Um, comparatively normal compared to what happened to you last time. <laughs> I, I don't. We don't really have an option. We have to go and look, even with whatever the hell that is. As you approach the base from this direction, slowing down, uh, you can see that the exterior lights aren't just off. 
all the light bulbs have been removed from them. Okay. And uh, this door is wide open. Both doors are wide open. This is... This is very unlike... This is very unlike Cat to have removed a light source from something. Dr. Hamilton climbs down off the uh, motorized sledge and is like, yes. Um, And what happened to Elwood's flashbangs, like he said? Mm. Uh, I can only assume... Can I waddle over and inspect it? Uh, Yep, you waddle over. Uh, There's no sign that it's gone off. You may roll me your chemistry as you examine very cautiously the entranceway without going inside. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I'll lock it. Yep, um, there's no signature burn, there's no powder burns or anything. They did not go off. Someone removed them and opened the door. Someone removed them safely from the inside. Um... And Some, someone removed these safely from the inside. So that I think, almost I has think, to be cat then. I think we should check the other door before because mm. maybe they, they got in through the other door and then then disarmed them from the inside. Thinking. Okay. I'm gonna gonna circle around to the other side of the, the base and I shall follow. Which okay. way are you going? This way? Or that way. I'm going to go a clockwise. No, yeah, I'm going to go a clockwise route. Yeah. Okay. Are you all sticking together? I think that would be a really yes. good idea. Okay. While <laughs> these guys are heading, I want to be looking for tracks, please. Uh, yeah, you can roll me track as you guys head this way around the outside of the base. I do not track. <laughs> Remember that horrible snowstorm that yeah. bogged you down? There are no tracks. I would there. do some tracking, even though it's shitty and, and snowy. You can have a look. I'll, I'll have a gander. I also see nothing. That snowstorm has wiped them <laughs> all out. It's really powerful snow. Snow can be powerful. Powerful. And white. Very uh, white. You advance down here. Yeah. These doors are open. Yeah. This wall has been blocked up by what looked like... um. Oh... Like that was the wall that was smashed in. It, someone has built a makeshift wall out of hard planks, like to block it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as you move here, uh, these doors are also wide open. Can I check my has something been passed here trap? Uh, your something been passed here trap. Uh, roll me your luck. Oh. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Every time you make me roll luck, I just get worried. <laughs> I mean, every time I roll pretty much anything. Ooh. Yep, you all stop here, and your has anyone been passed a trap is still intact. No one has been passed here or here. Well, you check them both. This this suggests that it has to have been cat that's done this. So all those doorways were were disabled disabled from the inside. Yeah. Um. Check. I'll check all of them. You check. Yep, yeah, they've all been removed from the inside. All from the inside. My traps haven't gone off, which means no one's come in this way and through the hole in the wall. Checks, stamps his feet and like checks on Takput and Dr. Brand, who are both like swaddled up in blankets in the sledge. (coughs) And he's like, why would Catherine open all the doors and take out the light bulbs? And what has she done to the radio tower? 
I think that's like, there are so many questions, I almost don't even know where to start. It's almost oppressive, this constant pulsing green flash of light in the otherwise clear Arctic air. Let's let's get inside and close yes. these doors. Okay, which door are you going through? <clears throat> I guess the I ones s- we were at last, so probably down... These yeah, ones? Oh, there. Yes. That's why that's that's we would have been last. I mean, we could wind back, but it makes sense to just walk in here. Yeah, and I suggest we just try and work our way through and close the exterior doors okay. so we clear the place. You head into here, which is room 10. It's the living dining area. Um, every cupboard has been opened. Everything has been removed from all the cupboards and laid out on the table in perfect regimented order. Um, it's all been sorted by groups. And all the light bulbs are missing from uh, the light, so there's no light in here except for your torches. I'm going to go check on the huskies. Okay, you go into room 15. So you're going there. Uh, Elwood and Victor, where are you going? Um, You're staying together still. I I will stay with Victor, yes. Elwood, um, generally um, Cat would normally be found in her favourite haunt, the radio room. I suggest we head straight there to see if she's there and if she needs any help. I agree. I'll stay here with Hackput and Dr. Brand, says um, Dr. Hamilton. He's kind of like he's going to like get them comfortable in front of a in front of the fireplace and get the fire going because mm-hmm, everything sense. is freezing in here because all the exterior doors have been wide open. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're heading for the radio room. Are you going out this door and across? Uh, yeah, that's fine by me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the door here uh, opens, and but you see what is definitely looks like a barricade was wedged up against the other side of the door, but someone has taken it down and put it to one side. Mm-hmm. And roll me your spot hidden as you step into room nine. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Um, oh, no. All of this giant pile of wood is all missing. It's just gone. It's like the spare wood for things. It's gone. Uh, all of the uh, equipment down this end has been opened and organized. And this is the workbench. And all of the tools have been removed. And now hanging in their place are other tools, but they are wrong and weird. They're like, you can see where someone has taken like your screwdrivers and then like built something new out of them. And yeah, there are just weird twisted hunks of metal and odd wooden contraptions where the, um, you know, screwdrivers and hammers and saws and things should be. Yeah. What on earth has gone on here? I How long have we been away? You've been gone for four days at this point? Two days there and two days back? I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. This is, yeah I'm not in there. I'm, I'm, I'm looking okay, you open this door, uh, Sam? Yeah. Uh, the Huskies are all here, huddled under the beds. And they all come bounding towards you in a big group, all very happy to see you. I am going to cuddle some dogs. Surely this (laughs) regains sanity or something. Roll me your intelligence first. Oh, no. 
Why would she make cuddling? Why would she make cuddling? Dogs' legs have been replaced with screwdrivers. Okay, you only get one d four of sanity back because you're like having a nice cuddle, and then you're like, one of your babies is missing. Oh no! Oh no, doggo! I get two sanity points back though. Thanks, doggos. Aww. You Are you ready some... to lose them again <laughs> when we find this mangled corpse? Um, but yeah, they don't appear to have been fed either in days. I'm going to... Um, how many of them are there? There are five more doggos. Okay. There's I'm the gonna... six you've got outside on your husky train. I'm going to go and get food for the doggos. I don't really care about anything else right now. Hey, food for the doggos is stored. Bianca is missing. I am upset. Bianca? Bianca. That's what the one that I that's what um, she was called. Bianca is very missing. Where is doggo food kept? Uh Doggo food is in this room here. Alright, I'm advancing cautiously, so I rifle out and all, but I'm still going for food. So you're going out this way and then up and then across. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, you open the radio room. Mm-hmm. Lying slumped on the floor, unconscious, is Cat. Uh, she's lying at this end of the room. Uh, she's surrounded by open barrels, uh, tins and packets of food, empty water bottles, but she's very unconscious. She's um, not quite half naked, but it looks like someone has carved a crucifix into her abdomen and then from the uh, lantern lying next to her, has then used the lantern to, like, sear it into her flesh. Uh, But the thing that really stands out, aside from your unconscious colleagues, is the radio. This entire end of the radio room is now some sort of contraption of wire, copper. You can see the spark gap generator that generates the radio signal has been, like, built into a new device that is now surrounded by these weird glass tubes that seem to fluoresce with a strange gas and Elwood Mm. have you ever seen anything like that before I mean I'm just a country boy but (laughs) (laughs) I've seen some horrors in my time (laughs) this is up there um, as you look closer and shuffle towards Cat you realise these weird glass tubes are actually the light bulbs someone has pulled out the filament put something else in there and plug them into this machine. Right. Hmm. I don't know. Um, what, oh, no. I don't want and, to know what there's something else is. And the whole thing seems to center on this strange circle of copper that's wrapped with more copper and um, steel wire, and it seems to be central, and underneath that is the um, like the frequency dialer and all of that kind of ba- that's business. But someone has rebuilt the radio into this contraption, well, none of that means anything to me, so I'm going to be more concerned no, about what's going cat. Um, yeah, no, no, you can both roll me your pal to pull your eyes away from the strange oh, contraption. Oh, okay. Always like that. <laughs> Here Here like that. Yeah. yeah, you should be concerned for cat, but your eyes are drawn to it, and for a moment, all you can... Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> and for a moment, Victor. your brain falls out your ass. <laughs> Critical failure. <laughs> Victor, you take a step forwards, and reaching out, instinctively towards the power switch and Elwood oh, you're just dear. you're just lost in it. Uh, roll me it's your luck, Craig. 
I, I'm quite lucky, so maybe this will be... Yeah! You're literally about to flick the power switch when someone grabs your arm and is like, don't touch it! It's Dr. Brand, uh, your doctor, the actual physician. Oh, He's like, Dr. Oh, Brand. Um, I, I don't know what came I, over me. I don't know either. Um, let's just not touch that. Uh, Elwood, he gives you a yeah. nudge, Elwood, and you also sort of like come out of it. Uh, help me uh, get Cat. Someone's yes, attacked her. Let's carry her back to the living room with, with the others. Is that a burn on her abdomen? It looks let's like get to, let's get we to the, the probably person. shouldn't. Yes, we need to be careful of that, though, don't we, Doctor? Or otherwise, it could be infected if we. Let get me let me have a look. And stuff um, on it. Furs and stuff. What are you planning on doing? Rolling her in huskies. I'm assuming the rest of the base is like minus thirty or something. Um, it's it's like minus twenty, but the Doctor has a fire. Uh, Doctor Hamilton has a fire going in here with the Inuit you rescued. So you carry Cat back in here and, like, slowly start to warm her up. She is very cold, and Dr. Brand is very worried about her. Um, but he uses some uh, various drugs from his medical bag. <laughs> That's not reassuring. Various drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Nondescript you know, drugs. Nondescript drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. That wasn't a medicine roll. <laughs> that wasn't a medicine roll. Oh no, roll. rat poison! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you wake up screaming, cat, as there is just agony across your stomach. As um, you suddenly find it. Good job, doctor. It worked. Screaming in Scottish. Here, <laughs> uh, yeah, ah, uh, cat. No. Cat, cat <laughs> And the doctor's like, um, um, Victor, Elwood, hold her down. Yes, of course. Well, we hold her down. <laughs> Cat, Cat, it's me. It's Cornelius. Calm down. Calm down. It's fine. I'm not. No, no. Stay still. Bloody I'm Um, <laughs> Elwood, the purple oh. bottle. Hand me that purple bottle. Purple or do I? He extracts something using a syringe. It's like, I'm going to give you a little something to help calm you down, Cat. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Victor, hold her down. <laughs> Holding her down. Strength. Um, can I? Both of you roll strength if you want to resist this cat. I do. You got held down. You I've, helped him. I've been broken or something. <laughs> My arms have yeah. fallen off. <laughs> you, you are held down and injected with a nice sedative and sent back to Sleepy Land for now. Scotland. I should have done that first. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam, meanwhile, you were entering room seven. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you've got skis, ski poles, cold weather gear, uh, husky food. Um, all of the as you're hunting for husky food, you find again everything has been taken out of its boxes. It's all been lined up into piles someone has opened one of the bags of husky food and taken some of it out and put it in what looks like one of uh, Dr. Brand's or Dr. Decker's peachy dishes but yeah everything is perfectly neat and tidy and regimentedly organised as if someone has been examining absolutely everything 
Okay, I am going to grab some husky food, and I'm going to grab some cold weather gear, like two sets worth, because I don't know that Kat's still here. In fact, I'm probably assuming she's dead. Uh, I think you probably heard her um, screaming can, her lungs out. Did I hear her? As you, um, I'm assuming you left the door open, so yes. Um, as you're getting the husky food, the actual cold weather clothing is in this room. Okay. This so, is just skis and things. But yeah, you hear, I, you hear cats screaming and Dr. Brand being like, Albert, the purple bottle. And then the okay, screaming stops. So I'm going to grab some husky food and then I will go via the doors. Um, I don't know why I'm pointing these ones. I'll close up these doors and gather some cold weather gear as much as I can carry and drag it back into the other room. Yep. You. I'll dump it in there and then I'm going to go and feed my huskies. Uh, Sam comes in. Hands a load of cold weather gear over to everyone. I've closed then, up um, the doors. If someone could do the ones on the north side of the base, we can at least try and get the temperature up in here. Yep. Wouldn't um, everyone who's actually just come back still have their cold yeah. weather gear on? You still all have your cold weather gear on, but obviously... We do, but I didn't think Brand and the Inuit did. Yeah, remember, Brand like... and the Inuit were right. both kidnapped by bad guys, so they've been, like, True. wrapped up in blankets and things, so... Oh, right, that's... Sorry, when you said they were wrapped up in blankets, I interpreted that as they're still not well, so I was quite surprised when Brand roused us in the... Um, <laughs> well, no, 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 they... Um, I meant that, like, you know, they're wrapped up in blankets. No, awake there was not an A on the beginning of that. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, just they, they didn't want to go exploring the freezing cold base that had been open to the elements in just blankets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were going to get a fire going and heat this room up. Right. Um, I'm going to go and feed my dogs. You're feeding your dogs. Um, Elwood, you said you were going to go and close the doors. Close up the north doors, yeah. Yep, you close up both north doors. Um, you hear... Uh, Dr. Decker turns, not Dr. Decker, Dr. Hamilton turns to you, um, Dr. Victor. Decker. Hello. Dr. Decker is just dead. Um, <laughs> Back from the dead just comes out the ground. Dead as uh, Decker. Victor, sorry to bother you, but, um, mm-hmm. he's been fiddling with, like, the electric hob and the heating. It's like, the generator doesn't seem to be work- feeding us any power. Can you go have a look, see if it's running? I can have a look, but it would be very bad idea-wise for me to fiddle with it if it's not running. But I will look. Yes, um, it's outside, isn't it? No, no, no. It's, it's in. It's across oh, the main storage room. Okay, I'll go down there and look for you, Doctor Halton. Do not worry. Yes, uh, don't fiddle with anything. It's just um, I'm not much of an electronics man. No, we had an electronics woman, but she's um over there being treated by the doctor. Yes. Dr. Hamilton seems to be, like, applying bandages to her wound and pouring, like, linen for something, on, something <laughs> onto her, antiseptic <laughs> something onto her cloth and then wiping after her I, wound. Um, after I fed my doggos, I'm going to head outside and bring in supplies off of the sled and get the other dogs inside. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's see. Craig, you yes. arrive at the main generator. It's on. It seems perfectly fine. It's chugging away like you've seen it. The fuse board, however, um, Mm -hmm. you're not sure what has been done to the fuse board, but there are new wires going into new fuses. There are more of those light bulbs that have been... And these light bulbs have a little filament inside, which is crackling with little lightning between them. Yeah. Um, So it's very weird. And yeah, okay. 
clearly the power is being diverted to that thing. Okay. Yeah. I will head back to <laughs> Dr. Hamilton to let him know this. I like that. that was basically a question. <laughs> Statement Unknown. of fact. It's really a question. Unknown things are happening. <laughs> As you arrive back, um, Elwood, you also arrive back, and nope. Sam comes I, traipsing I, in I, with supplies I, I, and I, more I dogs. I'll be arriving back. I would be checking the um, the photo and cam lab. Are oh, you going to the photo lab? Okay, cool. Uh, oh, no. Okay, you open the door. <laughs> Alien selfies. To the uh, chemistry lab. The door to the. Um, all of your chemical bottles have been taken down, organized by type. All of your equipment has been used. Um, and the door to the dark room has been removed. And where the dark room work, where, where the workbench for working the, uh, you know, with the solvents in the film developing is, there is something. It's metallic. It's giving off heat. There are wires coming out of the floor into it. Um, roll me your intelligence. No, your education. I'm waiting for the room where there's just like a husky Ooh. taken apart and neatly no. arranged. <laughs> No. It's a kiln. You've seen pictures of these. You've probably done tours. It's a glass kiln. It's a glass working kiln for like smelting glass. Just what I need for developing photos. (laughs) (laughs) And most of your flash powder and film equipment has been used in something. Someone was building something in here. I leave. (laughs) You leave. With the grumps. <laughs> okay, uh, you've all currently gathered back in room 10 at this point. Dr. Hamilton is like, uh, taking his gloves off and is like, stirring up the fire to make it even better. He's like, what happened here? I'm sat in a corner um, by myself. I'm, I'm quite upset that one of the huskies is missing. Um, Victor, Sam, Elwood, can you investigate the rest of the base find out what is working and what isn't i'm gonna go look at that mm-hmm. weird electrical thing you described victor see if we can get power to yeah. anything else i'll tell you yes. what happened here some sick bastard turned my dark room into a kiln <laughs> <laughs> they did what <laughs> they turned my dark room into a kiln room <laughs> why correct they... me if... why um, i don't know Surely the only people that would have any idea how to make a glass-working kiln for <coughs> thousands you know of miles kiln, would potentially be us. I wouldn't have thought the Inuits would have had any knowledge Can of I that. Can I test my Inuit and see if they have any n- understanding of glass-making? You know off the top of your head, they have no understanding of glass making. After all, yeah. one of the po- most popular things to sell the Inuits for their it's precious glass. furs is glass beads. I will, I can tell you categorically that they do not, the Inuit have absolutely no knowledge of glass making. Well, Dr. So... Brown looks up, well, someone attacked Kat. She's dehydrated. She's, um, someone's carved symbols into her chest. I'm an, I'm an educated person, right? I've got I've got intelligence. I'm not I'm not yeah. dumb. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna list these through. I'm sat in the corner, just like no no um no decoration to these words. Like okay, one. No one has come into the base. 
all the traps were deactivated mm-hmm. from the inside, and mine didn't even go off at all. Two. Stuff has been done in the space that no Inuit can possibly have done, and no one else in this area could have done apart from us. Well, someone could have come through a window. They could have come through a window. Where are they? Or the well, gate why have they left everything? The <laughs> why have they left everything? Have we ruled I... out Cat doing this herself? Thank you. She was already pretty nuts before we left. We were gone for four <laughs> days. <laughs> and I told you. I told you. I told you all what I saw going on in that radio room. The the thing I would say is there's a difference between pretty nuts and somehow creating a glass-working kiln, a perfectly working glass-working kiln, but when she's a radio operator by I'm trade. Not, I'm not trying to explain what's happened here. I mean, but you've got to admit, the things that we've seen in the last four days, this is almost insignificant. Yes, I do admit that. Yes. It's still a bit strange, though. Well, if it was Cat in some weird psychosis state... We have our doctor back now, so he can treat her. We all just look just, at Brand and go, fix her! <laughs> I just suggest, no, don't leave her by herself. Someone should always no, no. be with her. Fear not, I have filled her with all of the drugs. She's going to be sleeping for a little while. Uh, someone help me carry her into a bed. I that. help carry her into a bed. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go and search the rest of the room, starting okay. at 13 and working my way back. Uh, Elwood, what are you doing? Oh, um, I will help search the rooms. You're going to go with Sam, then? Okay, cool. Uh, Craig, you enter here, which is room 11, with Dr. Brand carrying Cat. Uh, All of your personal effects have been removed from all of the lockers, the chests and drawers, Mm -hmm. and laid out in neat regimented piles on every bed, as if someone has... Like, been examining our very lives. Yeah. Um, Dr. Brand looks perplexed and then, like, pushes all of uh, Elwood's stuff off his bed and, wow. like, yeah. puts Cat into it. Like it. It was the closest bed. He's like, well, she probably needs to rest for a little while, but I shouldn't keep her under for long. We should no. probably bring her back round, Victor. If you stay here with me, he takes a little mm-hmm. glass vincture out of the bag... I'm going to bring her around because she needs to be awake. Yes. It's not good. Yes. He snaps it and wafts it under her nose. Uh, cat, you wake up slowly, calmly, and find Victor, doc- the doctor, and Dr. Hamilton like standing around your desk looking down at you. Uh, around your bed, sorry. What time? Wow. Sorry, I got delivered ice cream, cream. <laughs> just as I came around. What is it? Every week we play, you'll be giving us some other kind of sweet, cakey, chocolatey goodness. Because <laughs> I'm very lucky. Um, okay, cat. <laughs> Shush you, I'm trying to be Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> There's a soundbite. Okay. <laughs> um, no one ever brings me delicious snacks. Well, Peter's I, obviously not doing it right. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, yeah. What, what happened? 
I'm sorry, watching this while listening to you is just so odd. <laughs> I just got your screen up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I think the insanity is catching. Foxy now can't open a cornetto. She's just talking to a fucking ice cream. Ice cream, tell me what's going on. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. uh, Dr. Brand gives you a nod, Victor, and holds up the little vial labelled pure caffeine and is like, "Let's let's just put her out of her misery now. Uh, yeah, that, I don't. That, that does not sound like a good idea. Uh, I'm the crazy one. He got kidnapped by Inuits and almost sacrificed to a Thakra. He's not stable either. Cool. He doesn't actually do that, does he? No, he doesn't. Okay, oh. just to be clear. <laughs> He waits for you have... was slowly moving for his gun. <laughs> he waits for your back to be turned and then stabs a syringe full of air into your carotid artery. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Stop it, because you're the GM and I trust you, so I keep thinking I've just died. No. Your Never trust the GM. That is your mistake. Okay, Kat, you have woken up. Dr. Hamilton... Sorry, Dr. Brand and uh, Victor are, like, on either side of your bed. I know. I, I said, what's going, what's going on? on? Yeah, but we thought you were talking through ice cream. You, <laughs> yeah, you thought that. So that's on you, not me. Well, I was kind of hoping you'd tell us what was going on, Cat. The base appears to have been sabotaged. I, I, I don't know. Um, do, do you know what what hurt you? No. And she starts to cry. I'm not going to cry on microphone. I can if I have to. But you, don't you don't have to. <laughs> please. <laughs> that sounded like a please don't. <laughs> Crying in Scottish. Um, yeah, Dr. Brown gives you a nod, Victor, which is like, you know, I sort of like, yeah, she's telling the truth nod. Yeah, okay. Um Okay, you rest, um we'll get you nice and warm and get you some food. Um she holds up her hand. I'm not hungry. I've eaten everything. Um I don't know if you put it out there or not, but wasn't she surrounded by like a yeah, you are rationed stuffed and bloated. You feel really awful. You know that horrible feeling when you've eaten too much. <laughs> yes, I've got an idea. <laughs> She's still holding her ice cream up. He's like, that's okay. You rest up now. Rests. Okay, uh, Elwood and Victor. No, nope. Sam and Elwood. Nope. Yeah. Uh, you said, which room are you going to first? I was going to start with 13 and work my way all the way back. I am specifically looking <laughs> for a husky called Bianca. Okay, room 13. Uh, this was the storage closet for your cold weather gear. Yeah, It's mostly empty now since you took all the remaining coats and everything. But other than the fact that you've taken all the coats from the living room, it seems fine. Okay, seven. I'm going to look in there and more detail this time and look about. Check the windows. Okay, yep. um, both exterior windows have been removed. Like the glass panes have been removed. Is it completely bare to the elements? It is completely bare to the elements now. 
Um, there's Snowdrift, which is inside, and it stopped snowing about a day ago, so you know... I mean, it could be wind as well that's blown the snow in, but yeah, otherwise, everything in this room is pretty much how I described it. It's been opened. It's, uh, it's uh, the ski- skis have been disassembled. The ski oh, poles have been laid out. Uh, and a, a set of them has been disassembled, and a set of skis have been disassembled. All the others are just stacked in piles. Okay. I'm going to head out, closing the door, and head to room 16, so storage room 5. I say, do we need to find a way of like temporarily patching up these windows? Good luck finding materials at the moment. I think <laughs> ideally, yes, but for now we can just try and keep this door closed and keep the the worst of the wind out at least. The, the door at least does fit flush to the floor with one of those little furry draft excluders. Oh, great. We've got a draft excluder to keep the Arctic out. Of course we have those. <laughs> uh... Are you sure we don't have one of those very British-like sausage roll like thing. Oh, we've got plenty of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you if you were a British expedition, perhaps, but you're Canadian. Oh, damn. Oh. We should have brought the British. They've got the right idea. Okay. <laughs> you bought some sausage dogs instead of some huskies. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to head down to room 16. So. Okay. Uh, Elwood and Sam, you open the door to room 16. It is freezing in here. Absolutely frozen. Though this wall has been patched up, um, this door has been blocked by a cabinet that's been moved. The window frame has been removed again. And laid out on the tables oh, is your no. Mistin Husky. Oh, no. Perfectly laid out. Um, and also perfectly expertly vivisected. Not oh. like the fur has been removed. The skeletal structure has been remade on a table. All of their... Organs are on tables surrounded by, um, like someone has drawn glyphs onto the table. Not say the two words. (laughs) Bianca, no! I. Sanity checks, both of you, because we knew that was coming. We knew that was coming. Oh, no. You were close, Elwood. I was. I was. Elwood, yeah. uh, you lose. Too much. Oh. Ah! <laughs> That's D14. Not a nice D14. <laughs> I meant to roll D4. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit different. Wow. Uh, Victor just. Uh, Elwood just walks off. <laughs> That means there's no one to stop me doing what I'm about to do. Yeah, Elwood has walked off. Uh, yeah, Sam, uh, Bianca's bro- brain is... Um, oh, you still take some sand loss because... Okay. How do I take more than he did? <laughs> I rolled the wrong dice. It was your beloved Bianca. You, lo- you lose one. Okay. On. It's because it is horrifying. Their brain is floating in a jar filled with things with electrodes attached to it that then come out in spooling copper wires and go down to this weird thing made of glass and wires that is humming and, generally. And then it just emanates a worth. <laughs> oh, no. It's uh, still alive. <laughs> okay. So where is Elwood gone? Has he... Wandered off down the corridor. Elwood, uh, you've gone here. You've wandered through here. You're currently in this room. Cool. Well, in that case, 
I am going to turn around, walk down the corridor. Uh, I'm going to turn left. I'm headed straight for the corner where, where actually I'm headed down to. Are they in here? Um, cat in there. Yeah. Cat's in here with Victor and cool. Doctor Brand. As I get to the doorway before I go in, I'm chambering around into the rifle. <laughs> oh oh. And I'm walking in with the rifle to bear on the shoulder and pointing it directly as cat, at Cat as soon as I walk in through the door. Okay. Uh, Sam marches into your bedroom. Cat, Victor, uh, Doctor Brand, pointing a rifle at um, Cat. Um, I'm... get out of the way. No, what are you doing Dr. Brand standing up? <laughs> Get out of the way. Dr. No, Brand Sam, calm up. down. What's wrong? She Sam. killed my dog. I didn't just kill it. You, I, I can't even begin to describe what's in that room. Whatever she is, is just wrong. We Sam, Sam, she, she's just cat. She's been unconscious for at least half a day, if not longer. Do she's I have got... any idea how long Bianca had been dead? Uh, you have no way of telling. Everything's frozen. She is the only person here. I still think she's the only person who's been here the whole time. Okay, Fine. But she has no blood on her clothes other than her own, nothing under her fingers. And? There's snow all over the place. She could clean off whenever she wants. She's been, we've been away for four days. Okay, I, I'm, I know that you love your husky, Sam, but even if we suppose that Cat did actually do what you're saying she has done... We cannot equate the life of a husky to the life of a person. A person willing to do that will stab us and vivisect us the same way she's done to that dog. You have already said yourself that you believe Sam is unwell. And she is therefore a victim as much as anyone else. Um, Dr. Hamilton and Takpuk, the Inuit look in from the other room and Dr. Hamilton is like um Sam please put the rifle down I'm turning on my heel and walking out and I'm going out the base okay in fact I'm going to the store I'm going to the room 7 I'm I'm picking up extra cold weather gear and outdoor gear and I'm leaving oh Sam is departing Interesting. We'll come back to you in a moment as you are getting your equipment. Slight GM wobble in the voice there. Like, <laughs> this is like yeah. a gift to Ash. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, Pack uh, put the Inuit frowning at, down at Cat. May I? He gestures at the Doctor and like pulls a bag out of from under his robes and blankets. Blanket robes. He kind of sits on the edge of the bed and, like, offers you a small pouch. Cat? Here, hold this. <clears throat> what? It, I'm looking at whatever it is before I take hold it's of just, it? It's just like a little leather pouch tied up with thong. You've seen them before. Inuits hand them out, like shamans hand them out as gifts. 
Um, um, I really, a cat kind of painfully reaches towards it and kind of undoes the bag to see what it is. Uh, he, he, he places a hand over yours and he's like, don't open it. It is filled with herbs and a stone from the great north and the feather of an eagle. It is filled with the dreams and strength of humanity. And as he's holding your hands, you feel a strange warmth seem to flow out of them. And you may roll me or pal. Um, uh, can I forgo said roll in favour of shoving the item back at him? No, nope. You're not Jesus. He's wrapped his hands around your, um, Round yours, or like holding them. Um, so by the time you can, I go step... for a strength check then. <laughs> Not before Not you've before made the power, the power check. Out. Oh god! <laughs> um, I explode <laughs> with the power of faith. <laughs> suddenly becomes calm and relaxed, and your mind clears. The panic and the fear seems to drain out of you, and you feel you feel good. You feel yourself again. And Takpak is looking into your eyes, and then he nods and turns to you, Victor, mm-hmm. and is like, "This woman is innocent." I suspected as much, but it's the spirit has spoken to me. Her soul is pure. Something dark has come here, but it was not her. I strongly suspect you know a lot more about this than I, Takput, so I will take your word on this. Uh, check your character sheet, Cat. I don't want to. Do it! We Jesus Christ! As I said, your mind feels clear. You are calm. You are... This man is... is nice. He's safe. You feel safe with him. But, you are pretty much yourself but, again. Everything is draining out of you. But crisis of faith! Crisis of faith! <laughs> yeah, there's probably some crisis of faith going on, but this man has is, is reassuring. He's clearly a priest in disguise. <laughs> what is it? Don't, don't covet false idols or something? Don't bow to false idols. There you go. Yeah. Don't break bread with false I mean, idols. The, the cover is don't cover thy neighbour's wife, so it's a little bit different than... <laughs> don't cover neighbour's idols. <laughs> In my experience, the most common Christian is a Christian that doesn't actually have a clue about their own religion anyway, so she's doing it perfectly well. She's spot on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bonus? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, thank you, Car. I, I, wow. You'll um, be fine, my dear. He pats your hand. Keep it. Wear it round your neck. It is a gift from me to you. Um, I'll bollocks to it. Yeah, she puts it round her neck and it sits next to her cross. Yeah, the cross you're keeping for all times. (laughs) Since you carved it between your boobs. No, the other cross that's also there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. (laughs) Um, Elwood, you um, 
have been wandering around in room nine for about five minutes and you kind of shake yourself out of that weird state you were wandering around in. What are you doing? Uh, at this point, I would be so disbelieving as to, as to what's happened to all of the rooms that I would go and make sure I collect photographic evidence of all of the rooms. Okay, well, photography. Not that you can ever develop them, but... I don't do- need to. <laughs> he can develop them when he gets home. Oh, yeah. He's winning that, winning that Pulitzer Prize in the National Geographic. He's having an ep- a whole Damn issue right. of the National Geographic to himself. Um, do you photograph the fateful room 16 as well? I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, when you go into this room to photograph it, uh, the auxiliary generator is just gone. Oh. Like, it is just... <laughs> oh. It is just missing. <laughs> oh. And as are the fuel tanks and the whole electrical wiring system... Um, there's this massive trunk of wires that seem to come through this room and then uh, go out through the wall to where the, um, you know, the radio mast is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, it's it's just, just, you know, you know that generator took like a crane to put in place when you were building the base. Yeah. It's just gone. I remember. <laughs> I'm not reacting. I'm moving on. Next room. <laughs> Let me take photos. <laughs> <laughs> this room, about half of the fuel is now missing. Strong Elwood. <laughs> Strong Elwood. Just keep clicking. Just keep clicking. Uh, <laughs> click and wind. Click and wind. Uh, the kitchen. Um, oh no. Is is pristine and clean, but on the table, one of every item has been opened. Like a tin of peaches. A tin of Someone's uh, just been testing everything, like, to figure out like. how it all works. That's what know? it looks like. Someone has opened one of each and sampled a little bit from each and then moved on. Oh, God, oh. they sampled Bianca. I <laughs> <laughs> think he feels very ill. Bianca apart <laughs> to understand how she works. That's what I think happened. Yeah. That's why they only did it to one of them. Why don't they do it to Kat? It was one of her. Well, she did kind There's of have stuff for that. <laughs> I mean, it does. The, her wound on her abdomen does kind of look like someone, like sliced her open a bit. Sliced her open. Maybe they were interrupted. <laughs> um, the bathroom. All the <laughs> copper piping has been removed from the sink, the toilet, the bath. Did I just like walk past everyone in room eleven? Just go straight to the bathroom and start taking pictures. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. I don't think you care, you know. <laughs> You know, uh, all the hair products and makeup has all been tried. <laughs> yeah, literally, all of the toiletries have been lined up and, like, opened. But again, oh. just one of each type. One shampoo, one conditioner, one... Someone go and sniff Cat. Meanwhile, Cat burps <laughs> in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> mm, coconut oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Sam, you were getting cold weather gear, skis and everything in this room, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, Elwood, when you walk into this room to take photos, you find Sam, uh, like, tying on supplies into a bag. Yeah, I'm loading up. Sam, what are you doing? I'm, I'm done. You guys, I, I, I can't. There's, there's no way we're getting out of this. I might as well just go out there and give it a go and see what happens. 
I feel like we may as well at least stay together because we'll have a greater chance of survival. Something weird is definitely going on here. Something weird is happening in here. This was our only potential place of safety. It's completely screwed. That woman is responsible for at least some of it. I, I... if she is, I I'd don't rather be out there with the things doing. that I've seen than in here with something that I have no way of convincing the rest of you is a danger. Hey, both of you roll listen. Oh. Um, out of curiosity, is the rescue plane not already gone? Elwood, and uh, you hear the glorious sound of propeller blades. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked how long it was going to take. I was like, surely it's going to arrive like either it already has or it's going to arrive now. <laughs> Sam, listen, I think the rescue plane's arrived. <laughs> I'm, I'm heading out. Isn't the windows, how big are the windows in this room? Uh, they're little letterbox windows. Heading through the window. I'm, I'm going to try and I'm going to try and peer out the window and see if I can see anything. Uh, you can't see anything clearly through these windows. I'm headed for the main door. Then I've still got cold gear on. I'm headed straight out. Elwood, do you follow her? Yes. Uh, you come out of here. Roll me your spot hidden as you look at the sky. Oh. Spot hidden. Surely it's not hidden. It's bigger in the sky. <laughs> oh, extreme! <gasps> wow. <gasps> You can see the registration number. You can see the see. name tag of the pilot. <laughs> yeah, you see this plane coming up from the south, and Sam brings up her binoculars. You can see it's red and blue with RCMP stenciled on the nose cone. It's the Canadian police. It's the Royal Canadian the Mounties. The Mounties. <laughs> oh my God! Tune playing, please. You can see that you've got Benton Fraser, who's flying it. Yes. <laughs> He'll side with me. You killed a husky. He'll murder you and bury you under the ice. You can see someone's aviator shades glinting inside the cockpit. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Because Benton Fraser likes to like try everything. Did he come into the base He's trying to work out what's going on? <laughs> Will D from Baker fill the void that's just been placed inside of you? Do oh I know god, where definitely. he's likely to land? <laughs> in a steaming pile in about thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Hey, uh, he's probably going to try and land on the peninsula. Cool. I'm going to head out with um, some flares to. Do I know where there's a flat area? It's pretty flat all along the top of this peninsula. He starts circling, oh, and no. he's slowly well, coming lower. Flare. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'm go gonna... back inside so, and yeah. tell the others because I'm not sure they heard. I'm going to throw some flares out onto the ice, like lit flares onto the ice. Not going to fire them up, just. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he kind of flies over them quite high and like waggles his wings as if to say, yeah, I got you. And you can, <laughs> you can see he's, he's circling to, um, <laughs> his wings. <laughs> they, do, they waggle their wings back and forth. Roger, <laughs> Roger. <laughs> waggle, waggle. Handy waggled away. Does it look waggle, like waggle, he's actually landing or has he just come to see if we're okay? No, he is, he is descending. He, that's why he's circling. He's losing okay. height. He was quite high up. Um, so he could see the ground, and he is descending just, towards Just it. to make sure, I'm going to take my eyes off the plane and look around me. Yeah, you look around you. Uh, Elwood, you said you'd gone back to the others, didn't you? Oh, shit. Yes, because I don't think they heard. Oh, shit. They did not indeed hear the plane, because they were inside with no windows. Okay, Elwood, um, 
you find a cat looking surprisingly alert and awake with the Inuit Takput and uh, Victor and the two doctors all in this room here. Ah, everyone. Um, I'm not sure if you heard, but I think the rescue plane is here. Uh, Sam's just going oh. to greet it, if you like. Oh, well, that's marvellous. Um... Well, Dr. Hamilton stands up. We should get ready to depart. And Tap looks like, we, you cannot, please. We cannot leave the Yig and Silar free. Um, I'm inclined to agree with Takput. We I... must stop it. <clears throat> Surely our will to leave this place is stronger. <laughs> Yours is, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really think we should leave. <laughs> Dr. I, I... Hamilton frowns. He's like, well, I won't stop anyone who wishes to evacuate, but I'm staying with Victor. Dr. Brown frowns. Thank you, Doctor. I'm staying like, here, too. Die down here. We must sort out the yeeg. <sighs> um, yeah, I think I'm going to go to the plane. Okay, well, let's go outside and greet the plane, and we can decide what to do next. Uh, Sam, what are you doing? I am... You set up your flares, you're just waiting for him to land? I'm waiting for him to land, but I'm keeping an eye out on my surroundings. Uh, (laughs) I'm specifically looking and listening really hard. For ye. <laughs> for ye. And for Sorry, I've just seen Inuit's gif of a wing yeah. waggle. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of Sam firing one flare and then the plane flying over it and just dumping like a thousand flares out of the wings down onto the snow. Like, we've got you! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that made me giggle. Um, hey, uh, who's going outside to see the plane? Everyone else? Me. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess. Will, am I able to? Um, yeah, you're you you're a little bit woozy. Um, Doctor Brown would keep you in bed if you if he could, but if you insist on going out, he'll he'll put you in your cold weather gear and fo- allow you out. I, I insist I... on helping with her cold weather gear. <laughs> are you going out, cat, or are you going to stay in bed? Um, so wait, wait a minute. Is everybody going out? Well, no, if you stay in bed, Dr. Brand is going to stay with you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'll go out then. Watch your winner. Okay, roll your polar survival, Craig, with a bonus die. Yes. We have What's coming over what, what? Is it a backwa? Is it a backwa? <laughs> 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 Yep, you help Tapbook and Sam and Doctor Br- um, and Cat, sorry, and Doctor Brand into their cold weather gear. Good, good. Um, but that delays you a little bit. Uh, Elwood, <laughs> did you just walk straight back outside? Uh, yes, because I was already in my gear. You were indeed. So you get outside in time to see this. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> in time to see. Go, <laughs> uh, Sam. You see it first, like whirling, rolling cloud of dark snow and ice and wind comes pouring over from the north. Oh. And naturally so. And as the plane is circling, (laughs) he's pretty much lining up to do his landing run. He's engulfed by this swirling cloud of snow. And for a moment, you see his headlights. And then it's gone. 
Roll your spot hidden oh. at extreme. <laughs> at extreme. <laughs> that, is that, Andrew, is that a, maybe check <laughs> Telegram. You, you too, Elwood. Oh. Oh. How is your... Oh, you actually rolled an extreme as opposed to just... Yeah, Yeah, you need to roll extreme to... But I, you, oh, you didn't. Yeah, no, that's fine. It, it tells you if you get an extreme, it's fine. It does. Um, it's it's just gone. This this whirling cloud of snow and ice and hail rolls over the plane, and then you literally both see the storm front stop and flow back the other way. And for a um, moment, you hear a voice on the wind, Elwood. A howling, triumphant shriek, and then laughter. Don't make Elwood hear these things. <laughs> Seven days. <laughs> Roll sanity, I'm afraid, Elwood. I got this. Eh. Oh. <laughs> Your sanity's <laughs> Yeah. You saw the husky. <laughs> it, oh. Once you get below 50, it's just all it's, downhill. Yeah, oh, Elwood, <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> Elwood, you scream and kind of throw yourself at Sam, hugging on her around her legs. <laughs> Make it come back. Make it come back. <laughs> I, just, I just stare after it. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't even. How did. Uh, at this point, Tat put the two doctors, well, the three doctors, and Victor come out of the base. And Dr. Hamilton is like, where's the plane? The engine stopped, so is it down? It's gone. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's gone? <laughs> it's gone. I... It's there and it's not there anymore. He's, 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 not, he's not making that up. It's, that's exactly... A storm front just appeared. It, it just... It, it engulfed the plane and then it it went back the other way. It reversed and the the plane was gone. I, I he um, Pack put sighs and is like Sila is loose. He has claimed another trophy. We must banish we must banish him. We must banish the Yeeg or your world of warmth and spring will fall. <laughs> To the endless ice. Tack put is right. It's a sign from God. Don't talk to me. We must Don't talk about God. The Nothka. <laughs> We've she chosen to do so. If she speaks to me again, I will shoot her. Tack put steps forward and bows to you, Sam, and speaks in Inuit. <laughs> Don't be such a <laughs> she is pure. Whatever happened here was not her or her doing. Something has been here. Something lost and long forgotten. I can feel it in the snow. I can hear it in the wind. Something other. Something released by the tearing of the boundaries between this world where we dream and the reality where the gods do dwell. Oh, I also hear this. Uh, if you have Inuit at 50, yes. Oh. If You can roll your Inuit, however, if you... Um, yeah. Have it. Oh, I do. I don't even You're have there, a language at 50. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. 
I hear it, but I don't comment on it. <laughs> he bows to you, Saham. We need you, warrior. Hold not a grudge against this child of the warmth. I... Your beloved companion was taken by a dark force. There are... I stand up and kick up snow. There are very few people here who could have changed my mind on this topic. In fact, I think you are perhaps the only one who could. And I'm not saying you have. Whether she was involved, possessed, I know not. But her soul is untainted by darkness. Fine. I'll try and keep them alive a little bit longer. That's all I can do. At least long enough to banish the Yeeg and send Sila back from whence it came. We can try, but I... I'm not exactly hopeful of our chances. Correct me yep. if I'm wrong, but don't we need some threat in the region of six more people? Yep. My people will have retreated to our refugee camp. Ah, uh, yes, I remember now. If we can gather the rest of my people we can perform the banishing of the Yeeg, the entrapment of the dark creature that stalks the snow. Well, this camp is almost useless to us now. That radio is a monstrosity. The device is signalling. Can you not hear it whispering into the wind? Can I do a listen? I'm going to listen real hard. You can listen when he says that, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do a listen. And then roll me your pal. Okay, listen first. Uh, are they normal? still speaking Inuit, by the way? They are indeed still speaking Inuit. Would I also listen when I hear this? Uh, I yeah. heard nothing. Can I make the choice not to listen when I hear yeah, this? Yeah, critical failure. <laughs> you <laughs> hear everything. Hang on. <laughs> Where's the pow? Now roll your pow, Elwood. Oh. <laughs> That's my pow. Pow. Oh! <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> Elwood's brain exploded. <laughs> oh, out of his asshole! <laughs> Elwood, you are mostly like just crying about the missing plane. Yinks, you hear this? I'm sending you on Telegram. Oh no! Okay, a whispering voice. It doesn't all make sense to you, but you make out some words. You just hear these words whispering on the wind and they seem to be, each one is like time to one of the green pulses. Oh god, the words better not be kill cat. <laughs> She's an asshole. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look back at him and just I some of those words make sense but I what, what do they mean? How can I even hear those? What, what language are they in? 
you don't know. It's just like the words are there uh, in your thoughts. What am I... How is that even... They, they, they mean nothing. Or I mean... They are the words of the gods. And you have been blessed by the shaman. Have you not? You are a friend of the people. Your your friendship is becoming something of a burden. Alas, we are the line of defense against the forests of Silar. We must banish well, the Yig. Well, in that case, I suggest we leave this place and get on with it. We should leave immediately. Time is not on our side. And I turn to the others and say that in English. Tapbook just smiles at you all. Dr. Brand is like, then we need to get all the supplies we need and do this. Okay, Dr. Brand, I suggest you concentrate on getting what medical supplies you might need. Plan for the worst case scenarios. I'll pack everything if I've got the space. We've got... We've got... got Tackpot, can you can you drive a sledge? Of course. Well, in that case, we have two dog sledges and a motorized sledge. That should be enough to carry everything, says Doctor Hamilton. Um, Victor, get all the weapons. That's exactly um, what I was planning. I like that plan. Uh, Elwood, um, pack your Meh. photography. Supl- Elwood, are you okay? Meh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a bad day. Meh. You yes. are, Elwood. You are. We're all having a bad day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elwood, not? sit there and um, just wait for us to get ready. Uh, Dr. Campbell. Should, should we not inform Toronto that there's a rescue? Do not touch that radio. He gestures at the radio station. And this is the first time you see the mast cat. With the extra 30 feet of structure and the pulsating green crystal. She kind of tilts her head to one side, looks at it and goes, Oh, that's new. We were hoping you could explain it. I think that we're better <laughs> off not worrying about that right now, Doctor. But, I well, mean, when... what about those poor souls? I mean, what a, what happened? Them. They've gone down in the ice on King William Island. Then surely it's They're our dead. duty to... We need to fight the Yeeg, says Tapput in English. Cat nods. <laughs> Get what equipment you may think we need to keep your mechanical contraption running in the ice and snow. Um, wanders back into the base. Uh, finds all of her all of the tools and stuff that she would use have been completely fudged and thus brings out nothing <laughs> and yet she still knows how to use them stray well your uh, mechanical repair for me cat oh why uh, uh. <gasps> you passed remember the ticket you you detach tools from the weird contraptions that have been built out of your tools. Like, you, you remove screwdrivers and wrenches and kind of, like, drop them in a toolbox. <clears throat> Woo! It's like, you're, you're, you're essentially disassembling whatever they built um, as best you can. Okay, uh, 
people start gathering tools. Elwood. Hello. Dr. Brown sits down with you for a bit and, uh, like, offers you a very large flask of whiskey and has a little chat with you. Little chat. I like having chats. I need the distraction right now. He distracts you, he talks to you, he somehow lures you into talking about how you're feeling and you get full sanity back as he totally psychoanalyzes you for a little bit. Just to calm you back down and get you feeling a bit more centred. Cool. Not like your brain's dribbling out your ears. Not yet. Am I on my own getting these tools? Um, People are back and forth getting stuff. Roll your luck. Cat. Wanting to be alone. (laughs) Uh, Yet there is a bit where, like, Sam is assembling dog sledges outside with... um, Attack put and Dr. Hamilton is helping Victor carry supplies outside when you're alone in uh, the... Take a wild guess at what I just did. Turn the radio on. Oh. I will shoot her. (laughs) (laughs) Might not stop you this time. Yeah. Okay, you uh, turn on the radio. Uh, it crackles for a moment. What are you trying to do? It's now switched on. Uh, trying to contact Professor Nix. Okay, roll me... Oh, you I, guess, I guess God. Has the moss reacted in any way when this happens? Just getting to that. Um, there is a moment of static cat, and then... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why? (laughs) Of all the things. And again, the screen seems to flow in from the outside with this white light. Meanwhile, outside, the radio mask stops blinking. Uh, It changes from green to gold and punches this beam of light up through the clouds. I am running. You can see rings of light swirling around the outside of this... um, I'm looking around, checking whether I can see where other people are. If I can't see Cat, I'm running. Fire at the mast. Straight for the radio. Yeah, I think we need to know where each of us is at this point, because if we're in and out, we might not all be actually seeing this. Okay, uh, you're all seeing the radio mast. It's it's very flashy. Uh, Sam is here with Pat putting together sledges. Mm -hmm. Victor, you are here with Dr. Hamilton. And, uh, Elwood, you are sitting on a bench here with Dr. Brand. I keep meaning to make Mm. tokens for you all, but I forgot. So I can see everyone other than Cat, then? You can see everyone other than Cat, and everyone has turned to kind of look up at the radio mast. I'm running for the nearest door. Your nearest door? I think we're all probably going to do that, but... Okay, so Victor and Dr. Hamilton, you run in this way. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sam, it's your choice. Run that way with those two, or run past, uh, run to that door. Run to that door. Okay. Um, I really should make tokens for you all. Uh, you can just drag okay. people's characters sheets onto the screen, and it will create them. Oh yeah. I forgot two I of you. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Oh no. That's the worst thing. So Elwood is sitting here. 
Sam is currently. Don't mind oh. me. I'm just going to be. Uh... <laughs> oh. I don't think Sam has an image, do you, for your character? No, I don't. I don't. That's why. Okay, uh, Victor is here, and Sam is roll dexterity. Victor and uh, Sam Elwood. Dexterity. Roll me your which gun are you using? Oh no, a rifle. Which gun are you using? <laughs> a shot at the mast. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, you are here, Victor. Mm-hmm. Sam, however, is here. Because she's pegged it. <laughs> oh, she got that quick. <laughs> I got got she's taking cut down. She got an extreme success. <laughs> Elwood, roll yeah. me your rifle. Or whichever gun. What gun was it again? The rifle. The gun yeah. itself is, yeah. It's yeah, rifle. click combat. Click the rifle on combat tab. Exactly. Minus 67. Minus six. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? Wow. <laughs> um, confused. Oh, it's based on the wrong stat. That's why. Oh, <laughs> minus. No, it's got a minus. It's because it's 99 minus 100. I think it's meant to be a range what? or something. Um, let me just have a look at this. What is going on? <laughs> so it's 33 minus success. 100. You that rolled 33. Falls. So it's a success anyway. Yeah, but it has a minus 100 for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why. I mean, either. Who knows? <laughs> Kate, you you open a portal through time with your bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot behind you. It goes all the way around the world. Picking <laughs> up velocity as it goes. <laughs> You you bank shot this bullet around the curvature <laughs> of the planet at the speed of sound. It's <laughs> wanted all over again. That is so weird. Okay, Sam, as you burst into the um, radio room, uh, you see Cat standing in front of this glorious... The, the strange copper circle is now filled with light and clouds and a bearded gentleman who's smiling in benediction down at everyone. And then Elwood shoots the radio mask perfectly. Roll again, Elwood. Minus 71. <laughs> <laughs> that would be 29. Something is not right there. I'm taking <laughs> no. the number out of the, out of the roll itself. It's a, it's a 29. Yeah. Yeah, something is broken there. I'm not sure what. We'll fix that later. Um, I could just gosh. start rolling the actual stat and then roll the, the rifle just for the damage afterwards. Yeah, that might be wise. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you've shot the radio mask twice. Uh, there is a spark from atop the radio mast. Uh, Dr. Brand... Uh, kind of tries to knock the gun down out of your hands and completely fluffs it and slips in the snow. <laughs> He's not very um, uh, good with his ath- hands. <laughs> athle- athletic is the doctor. <laughs> okay, um, there is a spark. Uh, Sam, what are you doing? What can I see? Uh, this like what is Sam doing? No, Cat is what, just standing. 
You're, she's just standing in front of this strange window that's opened how, up. How does she look? Does she look pleased by what she sees? Cat, uh, what are you doing? Um, like, did you say bowing to it? Well, like on her knees, praying to it with her cross in her hands. To her, it's God. Oh. At this I point, anyone of Christian faith would see that and be like, "Yo, what up, God?" <laughs> I'm not a Christian. Victor. You arrive as well and peer over Sam's shoulder to see Cat praying to the Heavenly Father, or at least what looks like the Heavenly Father. I'm gonna Both look. of you roll your pal, Sam oh. and Victor. Oh, crap! Of all the people to pass this. <laughs> I think Sam's about to shoot me in the head. <laughs> I, I, I um, get a seeking suspicion that... Cat is about to have her brain sprung out. Sam, <laughs> check your di- uh, your um, journal. Instead oh. of the bearded, benevolent figure, you see this in the oh. in the window. Sanity check. It's a fucking idiot. Oh, right. Okay, sanity check. Yep. <laughs> yep. Definitely need one of those. Definitely. <laughs> oh. And a Cthulhu Mythos? Oh no. I don't wanna hang on. Where's my better skills? If you succeed this, nothing. it's gonna get very interesting. Oh I know that that's I know that it's a zero, but still. That was close. That was close. I, te- I really should have given you all some mythos for seeing Ithaqua, but we'll sort that but out. It's later. too late well, now. In, if I had had how much mythos would you give me if I see Ithaqua? <laughs> You should all have four mythos who saw I still would have failed. <laughs> Just. But yes, uh, Elwood, Victor, and um, Sam, you should all have five mythos. Okay. Five? Uh, four, sorry. <laughs> four. Oh, okay. Don't tease us. Do I get any for seeing this thing afterwards? Uh, you do now get more, two more. Okay, I'm going to add that in now so I don't forget later. You're not entirely sure what it is, but it, 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 it's, it. It, it's not the bearded, uh, beloved face of God. It's this creature staring out of the window. Um, I, you, oh, however, shit. do lose... <laughs> Let me just look up Yithians in the book. Oh, no. The book's right next to me. I'm gonna... I love, I love don't so much. Look. I don't know anything about them at all. I know too much about them. All I know is that uh, they, I don't know, space aliens or something from another planet, and they oh, make my brain melt. <laughs> That's not the worst dice to have to roll. Is that three sanity? That's three yes. sanity you've just lost. Victor, you're still seeing the Heavenly Father <laughs> smiling I in benediction. I still don't think that's right, though, Sean. <laughs> I know what sort of machinery is behind it. Machines! Exactly. Um, you you are just currently baffled because you can hear the heavenly choir singing in benediction and you can see the heavenly father looking down at you. See, and... my intention was to come in and shoot the machinery. I'm shooting Sam. Am I I'm still allowed to in the head like that? Oh, God. No bit of warning shot, oh, just Jesus. straight in the face. No. no. Okay, Victor, what are you doing first? Cat has been momentarily dumbstruck by seeing a Yithian, so you get to act first. I would not honestly think someone was going to execute someone, so I wouldn't shoot Sam. 
Okay, it what? wouldn't make sense for me to do that. It would be meta. <laughs> Are you just pointing your guns at the machine for She's now? Bowing down. Uh, no, I would be. If I'm pointing my gun, I will be firing my gun as well. Okay, so you're bringing up your gun to shoot the machine. Yes. Elwood, roll your rifle again. Oh yeah. Looking for minus eighty this time. Oh, where's it gone? <laughs> just run away. Right, I roll the actual rifle skill this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you can roll the damage. Ten. Okay, you've done thirty-four damage. Okay, that's enough. <coughs> um, there is a massive crack. The golden light goes out. Uh, it sputters green and blue for a moment, and then the entire top of the radio mast explodes. We're in trouble. <laughs> uh, Victor, you have just brought your rifle up to shoot the machine. Sam, you're shaking off the horror of what you're seeing and bringing your gun around onto Sam when there is a massive explosion somewhere above you. All three of you, roll me your constitution. Oh, no. I'm gonna con. Yeah, I conned. Oh, wow. I conned, which wow, I didn't think con. I would do. <laughs> Okay, you are all knocked uh, aside. Uh, now all of you, but you all stagger and sway. Cat goes sprawling on the floor. Sam and uh, Victor, you kind of end up kind of like clinging to the door frame mm-hmm. on either side of the door frame as the whole room shakes. Now all of you roll your luck. Uh-oh. Yay! Whoa. I am lucky. Oh, you got an extreme success. You may roll me your dexterity, Victor. Dexterity. Wow. wow. Um, uh, pieces of radio mast come smashing through oh, the roof man. of the radio shack. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> A large girder is about to pin Sam, but you yank her out of the way, Victor, like a hero. Wow. Yay. Yay. I'm heroic. I'm but yeah, the, ra- the radio mast is collapsing. The strange vision has gone. The machine is in ruins as pieces of the radio mast collapse through the ceiling. Um, there's now girders, and you can see outside. This whole wall is just gone. As what is about the roof. Cat? Where's Cat? Cat is, Cat is here. She's rolled to safety. Yay. Okay, she's safe. There's a hole in the wall. She's kind of gone through it. You've got, you know, knocked back. Uh, there's girders and everything now between you and Cat. Okay. Sam, are you Okay. Nope. No, I'm... I'm... <laughs> nope. I did... What... Did, did you... Did you see it? I saw something, but I don't, don't know what I saw, honestly. It had tentacles and... What? Like... Yeah, I didn't see that. I... I... She was bowing to this... This... This thing, and it had... It looked like a very stereotypical Judeo-Christian god. <laughs> I, I didn't much not, like it, if I'm honest. That's not what I saw at all. Well, something strange is clearly going on here, Sam. Something uh, we we told her not to, and she pushed the fucking radio again. I told... Dr. Hamilton at this point arrives... Uh, and it's like, you two okay? Yes, we are okay. Uh, we believe... Uh, um, Elwood sh- well, shot but... the radio tower and it exploded. Good for him. Except, you know, the nearly killing us part. But good for him, he stopped 
a weird thing happening still. <laughs> I approve of weird things not happening. So do ah, I. Are you okay? I don't care. I'm I'm turning around and leaving her there. She could be okay or not. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it's better than shooting yeah. her in the head. I'll take it. Her health I... is optional now. <laughs> Cat, what are you doing? The, <laughs> the radio. The radio and your connection to the heavens is gone. Um. Yeah, I mean, kind of. As soon as she starts to realise what has happened, um. She's obviously distressed. Okay, Cat seems to be having some sort of religious freakout on the other side of this uh, here in the ice. Uh, roll me your sanity, Cat. Oh yeah, I'm good. Sanity's cool. Oh yeah. Look at all that saneness that's going on there. It feels good. You eventually gather around back here. The sledges are ready. The supplies are loaded. Tackput and Dr. Brand um, administer. Uh, Tackput administers you a drink, Sam. A fortifying Inuit drink that is taken before making long trips through the ice and snow to help calm your nerves. I'm just kind of staring off into a distance right now. You have seen beyond the veil, my child. You have seen... A slither of truth. I... I'd rather have not. I'd rather have not. Sadly, sometimes the truth is thrust upon us. It is our duty, all of our duties, to stand against those who would bring those truths into the into our world. And, uh, Kat, uh, Dr. Brand... Um, offers you your sleeping pills and suggests you get into a sledge and maybe rest for a bit. Not my sledge. <laughs> no, he'll, he'll put her in a, a mechanical sledge. <laughs> no, definitely sledge. not that one. <laughs> you can go in the mechanical sledge with Dr. Hamilton. Yay! <laughs> and we will wrap up there tonight. It's quarter past nine. Oh, as yeah. you are getting ready to set off from the masticated ruins of your base... Good Did shooting, you just say Alan. masticated? Like it's <laughs> yeah. eaten. Chewed up. Like it's chewed on it, yes. It's been pretty chewed up by things exploding. Mm, that's a fair comment. Fair. A Noth K chewing a wall down. Uh, it has been chewed. Okay, fair enough. enough. I hope everyone's okay, but I make no apologies. I am now officially in a shoot first, ask questions later kind of mood. Yeah. Are we, are we anything actually, yet? Are we... Um, Finishing up, or because there was yeah. the suggestion that people may continue, or is that was that just a suggestion? <laughs> I, I'm I'm done. Like I said, you, I'm, yeah, I'm happy you guys right. to continue, but yeah, I'm done. Yeah, no, we we are ready to head out onto the finale for this delightful prologue. <laughs> this is the prologue. Yes, oh, this God. is the prologue. Oh and my God, Cat prologue... might live through the prologue. No. Ash, would you say this prologue's been tame compared to Mask's prologue, or has it been pretty whack as well? Well, it's been pretty whack. I'd say this is on par for Mask's uh, prologue. At least no one has stolen the Arlothotep's cursed gold. Yeah, that's true. That's an option. (laughs) In Mask's Arlothotep, they finished the prologue by looting the Dark Temple of Evil. And we all got stinking rich. Was Arona playing by any chance? Yes, Arona was playing, and so was Greg. So I'm not surprised. 
thing is, two of the party were Vanderbilt, so it's not like they needed any more money. Money goes to people who make a point of getting more money. That's true. That is a point. So, um, I hope everyone had fun. Very much. I'm really glad Elwood shot the radio mask. Well, I almost shot Cat, so... You almost (laughs) shot Cat twice! Yeah, you you were gunning for Cat. I think you'd have got... You'd have got her that second time if Elwood hadn't been so good with the rifle. Oh, yeah, I was nice and close as well. <laughs> and she was kneeling, facing the other way and praying. Execution style with a rifle <laughs> from 10 feet away. Not even 10 feet away. You'd have been like... <laughs> Boom, I can, I can put the barrel on the back of her head and just pull the trigger. Jesus Christ, listen to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> she killed my dog. She didn't do shit. <laughs> Get I... over yourself, woman. I'm not convinced. <laughs> look, look, the Inuit man said it wasn't her. Ah, oh, no, no, no. He said that her soul was innocent, not that she didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is now you've got to draw a distinction between cat, her soul, and cat, the meat puppet. Yeah, well, I don't understand the whole meat puppet thing. I, exactly. just... I feel like you should. <laughs> no. Fair enough. I know, I mean, I've now seen that fucking thing. <laughs> how freaky Yithians look. They're cool. I like them. No. No. No, I don't. There are worse <laughs> yeah. things to be dealing with. I mean, there are, but I don't like Yithians. They're funky looking. Right. <sighs> Time to hit the dusty trail. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, two weeks again. Two weeks Monday. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely go for that if we can do that. Yeah, fourth. Yeah, so that'll be the fourth of April for our return to the Arctic, where we may or may not have a climactic finish to your prologue. Do you mean the fourth of May? I was going to oh, say fun. that bullet's curved time. We've gone back, going back in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Elwood's rifle bullets have um have like, knocked you off. Knocked me off my time. It's the fourth of April, twenty twenty-one. Everything yes. is lovely. Uh, we're allowed to go outside again. We have a utopian society of freedom and fairness after the revolution. We can hope. Yeah, Admittedly, our, our society of freedom and fairness is all based upon worshipping some strange bearded man. I'm oh, going to stop Craig. recording there. Yes, do. 